to the Andy Chernwell Show on Emblem Digital. Make your mark of a memorable music mix. What a show we've got for you today. Fancy a chat? Why not give us a call on 01632960310 or text us on 434-555. Quick look at today's papers. In the Telegraph, some very unfortunate news. MP Frank Coyce's Dan Buster's Swimathon belly flops. This is about Moist for Frank Coyce, a charity fundraiser at Swindon Oasis to raise money for Brexit. Unfortunately, it has been cancelled owing to eczema, which Frank Coyce calls a merciless affliction and no laughing matter. In the mirror, my testing time with tit-obsessed Toby. That's a story about controversialist Toby Young, who allegedly has been trying to seduce women by telling them that the Newton Abbott branch of chain restaurant Toby Carvery is his own Michelin star restaurant. An anonymous source has alleged that Young also told the women that the 1970s TV drama Roots is heavily based on his life and that his grandfather is the creator of a Toby Jug. Now before we go to the phones, let me just say this. This is now officially a no Scott zone. I have been pushed to my limits recently by the Scotch people who support a loony left pro-Tartan agenda. These people are lunatics. I read in The Spectator the other week that some of the idiots are after a Scottish king. Disgraceful! Now, during the last show, a genealogist, a real charlatan, tried to tell me that I, a sorry man, born and bred, have Scotch heritage. Well, I don't believe it, and I will not tolerate Scotch people ringing into this programme. I'm sorry if that's not politically correct. This is now a no Scott zone for at least a few weeks. Okay, let's get to the phones. I understand Tim from Bristol is on the line. Tim, who are you? Um, yeah, I'm all right, Andy. I, I was just calling in because I, I follow you on Twitter. Um, you know, sometimes difficult following you on Twitter, to be honest, because you tweet so much. Um, I just wondered what you're talking about at the moment. I must have about 80 tweets in my feed. All of them from uh, from you talking about this thing about this guy called Peter J Morgan, something about like the Welland Hatfield constituency, as, and Shaps. Everything's Shaps is the chap. Shap, Shaps is the chap. He's the guy to get it done. Good head on his shoulder. What is that? I, I just wonder what the issue was and why you feel the need to tweet about it eighty times a day. Look, Peter was praising Grant for raising an issue within his council. I mean, who's Peter? That's what I want to know. Peter J. Morgan, he's a 
acquaintance of mine on Twitter. I would say friend, but he's recently blocked me. I'm not quite sure why that is. But me and Peter were speaking... We were singing Grant's praises because Grant was raising Peter Morgan's issue within his constituency and trying to solve his problems. Uh, It was a problem regarding licensing... Not sure I can go into too much more detail there. Cellcore or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. I don't know if he's pro... That's the problem. I don't know if he's pro-alcohol or uh, anti. And um... It's a bit difficult to get a detail with Peter. I mean, you can see his his profile picture's a bag. And I'm sure sure Peter's not a bag. (laughs) If you're listening to this, Peter, well, I'm sure... We like to see your face. We know you're not a bag. He's an idiot. Oi, oi! How dare you? Look, me and Peter may have had a little bit of a, a disagreement regarding the issue. Unhinged is what I'd say. He's, he, he seems mentally ill. That's Tim! You can stop... And he's got guns. Tim, you can... I believe that's for clay pigeon shooting and nothing else at all. And that's what the bags are made for, from what I understand. If that's correct, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong on Twitter, Peter. He's got you, so that won't be happening, will it? Well, we'll see. We'll definitely show him this recording. Let him know that we did raise the issue on the radio, so it wasn't a false radio programme, Peter, and you were incorrect to say that, so... And he was saying you only 75 followers, wasn't it, he said? (laughs) Well, Peter, I'm sure when he's calmed down and realise what a stupid thing to say that was, that he'll, he'll once he's apologised, we can get back to talking about how Grant Shaps can help the community. Because well, that's, that's what I, what I was going to say, actually, is that I don't, don't know why you're so fussed on the Shaps chap. Shaps is the chap. He's got a good head on his shoulders and a track record that speaks for itself. He's a breath of fresh air. I inhale. And there it is. Shaps. Well, you know, I don't even know what that means, frankly. But uh, he, from what I can tell, you know, I'm not that clued up on it. But he, what, didn't, didn't he pretend to be someone else? Said he, said he was, he was Michael Green or something? Who's the Tory won't cop out? When's this Brexit all about? Shaps. You're damn right. He's a complicated man, but no one understands him but his woman. Burn the Shaps. He's just a Shaps machine, and he won't work for nobody but you. He's just a Shaps machine, a transport system fixing fiend. Tim, did you hear that? Oh, he's hung up. Well, that's one way to make an idiot of yourselves. I've not hung up. I'm still on the line. I'm just confused. Oh, well, you're gone now. There we are. Go away, Tim. If you want to have anything negative to say about Grant Shapps or my good friend Peter J. Morgan, then I'm going to cut you off. You're off, Tim. Have a good day. Right. Tim, you're now on my enemies list. That's right. I've got an enemies list. It's a list I keep to remind me who I hate. Names such as Nick Knowles, Paul Hollywood, 
Steve the Plumber, my ex-wife's new partner, who looks like Paul Hollywood. Carol Cadwald, I can't even pronounce her name. Scottish people, John Bon Jovi, Professor Brian Cox, Enya and Tim. My neighbour, who is a smug, staunch Ramona. Now it's time for a little bit of music. This is the much improved theme tune to the programme Poldark by Residual Heat. The original theme tune was awful. This one is much better. Oh, fuck yeah. 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 Okay, next up on the show, we've got Ed O'Brien from Radiohead. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Andy. It's uh, it's great to be on the show. Excellent. How are you doing today? I'm I'm fine, thank you. Oh, one second, Ed. Actually, I, I forgot to mention in the just before the music break, I I sent my ex-wife pictures of a sphinx cat close up, and I thought she'd like it. I thought I was being friendly, but she took it the wrong way. She said to me, Andy, I don't want to see your close-up of your scrotum. I said, no, it's a sphinx cat. Close-up, it's it's funny. Makes all the guys laugh. But Peter Morgan would appreciate that. I don't understand what the issue is. Sorry, Ed, would would you find that funny, Ed? Uh, Yeah, no, Andy, I think that's... 
we'd we'd have a good laugh on the tour bus about about that. Somebody. Oh, your Radiohead bandmates. Yeah, with the, with the other members, uh, Johnny, Tom, um, Phil, uh, Colin. Um, those are the members of the band. Uh, ah, excellent. You see, Ed, I hate Radiohead. Oh, I'm really sorry to, to hear about that. Have you uh, have you listened to a lot of the music or? Yeah, I, I listened to that song full of surprises years ago. Hated it. Full of su- surprises. Absolutely hated it. What did you even do in the band, Ed? Uh, well, I, I, I play guitar. There's three three guitarists in the band. That's insane. Three guitarists. Yep. Um, I, I mean, we, late, more recently on, on the more recent albums, we do more le- like electronic stuff. So maybe Tom will be playing on the guitar, and maybe, maybe Johnny is, and maybe I'll just be doing um, you know some synth- synth- synthesizer or um, sometimes I just hold this note. Well, even the Eagles didn't have three guitarists. Fleetwood Mac didn't have three guitarists. I mean that's that's a that's a fair point. Um, I, I suppose it is a little bit unusual. That I think when we, we founded the band, we didn't intend to have three guitarists, and it's just it kind of worked out that way. Okay, well I don't understand how any band needs three guitarists, but uh, what whatever you say, Ed. What do you actually do in the band? Well, as I say, I play guitar. Sometimes I just hold hold a note on the guitar throughout a song. Well, yeah, you said you play guitar, but I don't really understand how you can all be playing at the same time as a thing, though. What? So well, when you say you hold a note, what else do you do in the day? That you know, just throughout the song, like a, a drone. Um, I'll use the ebo um, and just throughout the song and then maybe um tom will play some chords over that or um johnny will do something else he might play piano something like that um and i mean sometimes the guys need some coffee oh god all right lads you want to just just popping off for some coffee uh and i'll come back with the you know latte tom likes a latte vegan latte um and uh <laughs> vegan latte. Yeah, I, well, I know. <laughs> I know. You wouldn't have got a I vegan think. latte at a school because you're a good, uh, good, uh, sorry man, aren't you? Is it sorry? And you went to a o- good Oxford, school? Oxfordshire. Oxfordshire, yeah. yeah. You went to a good school, didn't you? Um, yeah, I did. Uh, did. It, was a, it, was a, it was a public school. Yeah, well, see, it makes a difference. Mums and dads listening, it makes a difference. No, we wouldn't have had vegan lattes, would we? Andy, I just was just curious. Um, you know, you, your producer was very eager to get me on the show. She said she was a big fan. Um, so you've you've heard a lot of the music as as well, or no, no. Rachel is a fan, the producer. No, right. I um, into. Well, I wouldn't listen to Radiohead. I, I don't really like any music. I don't. You know, this modern stuff is. It's just a bit. Oh, look at us! You know what I mean, Ed? Yeah, I well, I I, I do really. I, I mean, when we started Radiohead, I envisioned them. It, it, I kind of wanted the band to go in a slightly different direction to to what it's gone in. I mean, I lo- don't get me wrong. I love the guys hanging out with the guys, getting coffee for the guys, um, playing the note mm, uh, throughout the songs. That's I enjoy that. That's fun. But um, 
I mean, chunky revs is really my uh, the thing I'm into. God, you know what, Ed? You should, you should. My my friend John, right? He's got a pacemaker, and he's really into ACDC. So he's formed a, a tribute band. I he's love also ACDC. he's a big meat eater as well. So he's called it. Get us right. He's called it. Pacey Meaty, and they're a, they're a, they're ACDC tribute band. You should join. You meet up with John. Play some guitar. You know what? I that sounds quite like good fun. Actually, like it like a jam. Uh, ACDC love ACDC. Yeah, Leonard Skinner. Let I love Skinner. Yeah, I mean this is the kind of the the good music. This modern stuff. You know, Rachel's on about creep. What's creep? I mean, Tim from Kingswood, he's a creep. I don't want to listen to creeps on the radio. What, what's that about? I mean, I, com- I completely agree with you, Andy. I was listening to that Tim from Bristol. He's not a Shaps fan. <laughs> Shaps is the chap, Andy. Oh, well, that's fantastic to hear. You're, you're almost definitely not on my enemies list. You're on the friends list. Shaps is a chap to make happen. Um, do you think Shaps is a Radiohead fan? I'd, I'd hope he he was. Um, he's certainly he's got, he's cool. He's got he's got that he's got the X factor. I suppose you could say. I know what he is a fan of mugs. Did you <laughs> did you see how many mugs yeah, he, he had like, on that picture? Like oh, Grant, he's, <laughs> he's he he likes his mugs. He certainly does. As we do in Radiohead, I mean, there's a lot of mugs. Oh yeah. Well, I bet there is, but not the. Uh, the cups we're talking about currently is there. Your bandmates, I'd probably call them mugs, Ed. Well, I'll, I won't pass that on to the guys, I'll have to say. <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell Rachel either. <laughs> Rachel, I, I hate your music. <laughs> oh. Well, listen, it's been great talking to you, Ed. Have you got anything else you want to add into the show? No, that's that's it. Just uh, it's, it's really, I'm a huge fan of the show, Andy. I uh, I listen all the time on the tour bus. Tom's just like, get that idiot off, get that idiot off. And um, he's like, I want to put on some avant-garde, uh, you know, Ugh. Apex Twin. And, no. and I'm just like, no, it's either Chunky Riffs or yep. it's the Andy Chernwell show on Emblem Digital. Yeah, yeah. Give me some good 70s semi-hard rock and I'm happy too right andy i couldn't agree more lovely speaking to you great thanks so much ed we'll talk to you soon millwall a modern team with a modern attitude come and have prosecco at the den enjoy the nail bar and leisure zone where fans can watch strictly come dancing and eat something called a crudite platter millwall South London luxury for you. Right, next up on the line, we've got Jesse Tudge Bunker, who Rachel tells me is a millennial director of Art House Films. Latest films he's directed include Rad 1986 and what we're going to be talking about, T-shirt. So, Jesse, how are you today? I'm, uh, I'm doing fine, Andy. How are you? Yeah, very good, thanks. Very good. Tell us about your latest film, T-shirt. My latest film, T-Shirt, is a personal project that has been on my mind for some time. In fact, since I was a child. It is a... It tackles preconceived notions of the human soul. Um, and it's set to music by the band Mumford & Sons. It is a... Um, 
interesting project. That um, stars uh, Shia LaBeouf, who is one of my favorite actors right now. Um, and it really is a story of the ages. Right. Well... Have you seen the film? No. I don't think I'm going to either. I watched a great film the other day. Time of Their Lives, it was called. Joan Collins. It's about two baby boomers on a journey of wishful fulfillment. I laughed. I cried. Why don't you make a film like that? Um, I haven't seen that film, and I do not intend to. Um, my work deals with with young people predominantly, but it's really these are stories of life. These are stories of life that evolve and uh, really are uh, counter-cultural, is the word I would use. Um, I would like, if, if my audience wish to laugh, they will laugh. If they wish to cry, they will cry. I've got no idea what you're saying, but I watched another great film the other day. Nice Marigold Hotel or something. Maggie Smith. It's about two baby boomers on a journey of wishful fulfillment. I laughed and I cried. Why don't you make a film like that? I I have seen the poster for that film. Uh, yep. It is uh, not something I wish to make a film about. I would call that middle brow. Well, I don't even know what that means. It's... It's slightly higher than lowbrow. You're slightly higher than lowbrow. I agree. I am highbrow. Well, that's speaking very highly of yourself. Have you seen Las Vegas, Jesse? Morgan Freeman, Robert De Niro, Michael Douglas is their last trip to Vegas. Their last Vegas, if you will. Hopefully well, it's their last film. Or how about Dirty Grandpa? De Niro living it up, living life to the full. It's fun. I laughed and I cried. Uh, Dirty Grandpa is not my idea of art. I do not laugh. I do not cry at Dirty Grandpa. Well, you know what, Jesse? Your films just sound pretentious to me. Andy, I have to say, I think I'm not familiar with your work. I'm not familiar with the radio show. Um, I resent having to come on to the show, and I think from what you told me, that you're a fan of Dirty Grandpa, you are a uh, cultural philistine. Well, look, I didn't want you on the show, Rachel wanted you on, but I am not a cultural pillar, whatever you just said. Look, I've recently remortgaged my house to put out a 500-disc DVD of the Australian soap Neighbours, with DVD commentary from myself. I'll tell you what, the best episode, listeners, is Boyd versus Satan, which ends with Boyd, it ends with Boyd Hoyland in a tree getting buns thrown at him. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Have you seen, seen Neighbours, Jesse? I have not seen Neighbours. People don't want to watch a man not saying anything in a, uh, a room lit with blue and red lights either side of his face. You know, we we want to see entertainment. I want to laugh. I'm not laughing at your silly films of Ryan Hosling. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf? What's he doing? It, he is the main actor in my film, Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Well, my son sent me a, a video on Facebook of him telling me to, to do it, and I, I didn't know how to react to it. He appeared to be shouting at me. 
Well, how am I supposed to react to that? Andy, I I find your taste passe. Well, you can passe some of this because when Brexit happens, we're not going to be in a country where your art house films. I'm from America, so. Well, these art house films are gone. When Brexit happens, they're gone. And people like you can just get out and stay out. This is going to be a part of history. Your rubbish art housey films. You're going on my enemies list. You're on there, along with Tim from Bristol. That's you gone. Let's cut him off, Rachel. Rachel, what? Who the hell was that? I liked Ed from earlier, from from Redhead. He was he was a good man, a good, well schooled, well educated man who was into some good, good semi soft rock. And then you've got this guy on, this our house director man, who's just he was terrible. His taste in films was awful. I'm not watching a man standing there next to a car who's not even saying any words. So, give me some De Niro in Vegas any day of the week. Right, now time for some music. Next up, we've got some good British rock from Chode. It's Tuck Shop. And then when we're back, we've got uh, someone less pretentious. We've got, who've we got, Rachel? Sean, Be- we've got Sean Bean coming up after the music. That'll be fun, won't it?
Welcome back. Next up on the line, we've got Sean Bean. Good morning, Sean. All right, Andy. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. Very good. Very. I've got to do it. I've got to do it. Yeah, apparently you have, because you've recently started up your own limited company specialising in characters that you've played in films going on parties with stag dudes. Yeah, I have. Um, You can hire me. It's called uh, Party with Sharp. You can hire me as Sharp to come out on a night out with you. You know, go Tiger Tiger in uh, in Leeds. Uh, you know, Prism. That's another one I've been to with the with the lads. And you know, I'm just in character the whole night. Um, you know, I'm bastard. If you know, I also do with Johnny Thrones from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, I noticed that, um, Sean. Johnny Thrones. You, do you realise that's not the name of your character within the show? Is it not? Is that was uh, in Lord of the Rings? No, it? no, I was, I was looking at this the other day. My son, Roger, he's seen this. I haven't seen it, of course. He said your character's apparently called Eddard Stark. No, I've not heard of that. Um, you can, anyway, you can party with Johnny Thrones, uh, or whatever he's called, don't know. Uh, but, you know, I wear the gear, get the gear on, and, you know, we hit the town. You know, sometimes I pull, sometimes I don't. But, we, you know, we hit the clubs. Yeah, there's a few reviews of your company up online already. Uh-huh. Uh, you've only got two stars out of five on Trustpilot. I mean, the first one, admittedly, is five stars. It says, Ledge, its subject title, yeah. it says, Sean was a, a leg end all night. He threw up on a bouncer lol. And the yeah. next one says, it's, it's only given you one star. Um, it said you met up with another stag party who started making fun of you, saying your career had gone to pot. And you apparently punched this man in the gut. I did. He was a, he was a bell end. Yeah, uh, it's a I polite did. way of saying that what he was bell end. And I told him that and I said, do you want to come here and say that to Johnny Thrones? And, uh, well, he did, and I, I smacked him one. Yeah, you didn't come off too well in that fight, though, I hear. I mean, there were a load of them, you know, it was just me. I looked behind and I said, where are my lads? And they'd left, you know. So that, Your stag party friends didn't stand yeah, up for you. he's a bastard, that guy, and he's given me a negative review now. So not only did they not stand up for you, they gave you a one out of five on trust Yeah, disgraceful. I'll be tracking them down. Oh. I won't be tracking them down, obviously. But did you get paid uh, for that one? Yeah, cash and hand job. Because uh, I'm on the dole, you see. Yeah, <laughs> Sean, you're on the live radio. It's not a great idea to declare your limited company as accepting cash in hand taxes jobs. That's fair enough. Yeah, no, I'm not on the dole. Um, but I have been doing a project at the moment. You know, Ken Loach. So you're not receiving dole money. I'm not. No, let's make that clear. I'm not. So that was a complete U-turn for what you said 20 seconds ago. Yeah. You're not on the dole, as well as doing I'll cash in hand jobs. To my, if I had a lawyer, I'd say speak to my lawyer. But I didn't do that. I did the opposite of that. But it has actually, because I've been doing some acting at the moment. So. Oh, good. You okay. know Ken Loach? Yeah, yeah of, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not working with him. Uh, he's not 
I'm jo- I'm joking, Sean. I have no idea who Ken Loach is. Well, okay. Well, he's, he does these like films are miserable, really. You know. Uh, but you know, they've got now Rachel sent me a post it saying, um, British kitchen sink. What's a kitchen sink? Yeah, it's you know, it's, it's just they're like miserable films about you know, people in the north generally. And, um, basically, he's he's not interested in working with me. I've, I've approached him, uh, which is fine. You know, I've been in Game of Thrones, I can do it myself. So, I'm filming something on my phone at the moment, and it's got that you know, social rebist feel to it yeah and it's it's about it's a bit like his i daniel blake film but it's called i sean bean and it's me on the doll okay inspired by real events and uh do you want to hear a bit i've got got a little bit of a, a line from it yeah yeah sure yeah, is so it, um... I'm, in the, I'm in the office you know i've gone in to sign on and uh the the last on the thing is just like sorry mr bean you've you've uh You've been doing all this acting work on the side. Uh, we you can't give we you know you you declared to say that you're not working. It's a lie, isn't it? And we can't give you the dull money. And I was like, just give me the bloody gyro, love. And she's like, no, I can't because you've lied. And so this is it, right? I'm just like, you see that lad out there, and we've got my son out there. You see that lad out there? Do you want to go out and tell him he's not getting his dipper for his tea tonight? Do you want to go and do that? Unless heartbreaking, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna reduce. It's gonna be one of those, uh, you know, European Film Awards, I think. I see. Okay, okay, and it's got no similarities to any current Ken Loach films. Well, it is. It's inspired by that other one, but you know, it's not as I Sean Bean. It's about you know, some. It's it's about me basically. Oh, is that how your childhood was, Sean? No, that no, that you know, that's that's me now, basically. Just I'm not on the door. I would just say that for legal reasons. Okay, yeah. okay. What did you do with all your Game of Thrones money then? Must have been a good old whack for that I'm season one. That and Jim Bond, you know me, uh, like James Bond, but he's not. He's a northerner. Oh, I see. And it's invested in okay, that. And, okay. Uh, you know, and me pie business. I'd run me Sean Bean's pies. That's gone to the shit. Um, Sean, so, um, just a little word there about your swearing, as oh, right, per yeah. usual. I mean, I've said bastard several times. Okay. So, yeah. Thank you. That's all right, is it, bastard? No, uh, not in the context right. you're using oh, okay. it. Okay. In a context, in the dictionary definition term, you in, can like, say it. In like, English, you know, that's fine, is it? No, no, as in, my sister's son is a bastard. Right. Because he's okay. technically a bastard. Um, you also see here getting sued by Beanie Babies for yeah. your. I mean, this is where my money, my, my money troubles stem from, really. You know. Yeah, I, well, I started... it sounds like you would get into trouble for doing that. Saying that. You've got plastic babies that dispense yeah. beans. You know, I was down. Uh, you know, I was in like Wilkinson's, and there were loads of, uh, you know, these little babies, and I just went, you know what, that'll be great, right? I, it's a it's all the head it's like squeezy head so i thought well, this makes a great bean dispenser and that could be a new product beanie babies and what you do you just squeeze the head and all the beans come out and i thought that would be great Wait, people would like that and they come out the bottom they come, presumably. they come out the mouth it's just the baby's head beanie babies you squeeze the head and the beans come out of the mouth 
And I thought that's much better than a can. Do you know what I mean? Because you can like you can direct where the beans are going. So, Sean, it's like the baby is being is sicking up beans. Yeah, I suppose so. I not thought about it like that though. You didn't think no. about that when you produced the toy. No, I didn't really. But anyway, I just got this letter through the the post, and it said, "Mr. Bean, stop, stop doing this. This is." This is, uh, you know, infringing on our copyright, and it was from this company, Beanie Babies, and I thought, oh, thieving bastards! It's my idea. They've just nicked it, you know. Sean, I would, but it turns I would, out it's something different. I would approach it with caution. They're quite a large corporation. They've know, probably got yeah. a significant legal team. Who's your legal team? It's just, just me in it. Just, just me, yeah. Right. Can't afford a fancy lawyer. I live in, live in Sheffield. <laughs> you kidding me? I'm just trying to make ends meet. That's why I did these uh, Yorkshire tea adverts as well. Oh, yeah, we've we've seen those. Those have um, been subject to a little bit of ridicule online, Sean. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yeah, pe- um, uh, people love them. They're coming up to me. On the sag dudes, I said, can you can you be the character from the Yorkshire tea adverts? And I was like, that's me. It's not a character. I'm not playing a character. That's how I feel about Yorkshire tea. One Twitter user said, what the hell has happened to Sean's career? I mean, granted, I live in a, I'm living in a bed set at the moment, but you know, it's just these, the bastards keep coming at me, you know, with these legal, legal things. Well, yeah, but we, we hear there's a little bit of hope for you. You've been offered to play the part of a Mark Frankhoist in Full Metal Frankhoist, nah. a story of his life, but you rejected it because you believe he's a southern pansy. He is. He's a, he's a southern pansy, um, you know, and I'm not. I'm not up for the Brexit, you know that. I I didn't know what it was last time you asked me about it, but I've looked into it and I don't know, not not into that, you know. Well, that's very sad to hear. You know, Brexit's going to be a land of opportunity, Sean. You know, the tide is really going to open up for us once we leave the European Union. No, I didn't like that Frank Hoist chap. He was ringing me up, just doing, doing that silly voice. He's a patriot. He is a war hero. He, I mean, he's he's a he's a portly little chap, isn't he? How dare you? Handle his beer either. How dare you? He is a man who represents the common man, the the man who's struggling to to get their foot on the ground these days. People like me. I mean, if you met me, get struggling to get your foot, but you know, that's that's my career. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm just trying to make ends meet. Well, doing all these ventures, you know, it's just to it's just to put food on the table, beans on the table. Right, Sean. Well, I don't know what else to say. Have you had any drinks this morning? Of course, I have. I was ringing. I was ringing. We'll have out of a drink, but it's Yorkshire tea. That's the that's the catch there. Have you put any gin in your Yorkshire tea? No, I put John Smith's in. I'd like to top it up with a bit of John Smith's. John Smith's Northern Phony. style, is. yeah. It's oh, a, it's a, Sean! It's no, it's Northern style. You know, they drink it with milk down south. What's that all about? Do you know what I mean? You yeah. have Yorkshire tea with John Smith's beer. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking on the advert. Sean, I, I like a head on my drink. Do you know what I mean? I like, I like, like at least an inch of head. Oh, Sean! I know you wouldn't understand, Andy, because I like you. You're a good chap, right? But. You are a southern bastard, let's face it, yeah? Sean, you've sworn about 12 times so far. Rachel's fuming. 
Do you not have the, the you know, should you have your finger on the, the bottom when I ring in? We don't can't afford that at Emblem Digital. Our, our sponsorship money has been severely reduced due to advertising revenues not being what they once were, and we can't afford a swear person. Um, I've just got to say as well, you know, you've put a ban on these the, the Scottish people ringing in. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm not, I don't like that. Next, it'll be Northerners, like that thing, you know. First, they come for the Scottish, but nobody says anything. And then they come for the Northerners, and it's too late. Well, if you're anything to go by, Sean, it might well be next on my list. You know what, Andy? I know you're joking. You like a bit of banter. You like a bit of banter, don't you? Yeah, I do, yeah. I do. I'm quite the... You can, you can hack it. It's all right. I know you. You're just having a joke with me. Yeah. I'll send you anyway in the post. i got to go now, but I'll send you, a, send you one of those uh, beanie babies, yeah? Okay. I know you like your beans. That's fine. Thanks so much for calling Big in again, Sean. with your beans. Thank right, you so much, go. Sean. See ya. But, Rachel, you've got to stop. Sean calling into the show. It's it's almost every week now. Okay, next up on the line, we've got Emblem Digital Investor, Braincase Rob of Braincase Films. Rob, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Andy. I'm innovating. And, uh, you know, I've got to speculate to accumulate and... Uh, I'm accumulating um, tenfold, um, FTSE 100, FTSE 200, FTSE 3000. My stocks, my assets are uh, insane at the moment. It's all going brilliantly, basically. Reports say otherwise. You're being investigated by Scotland Yard. Your business partner, Jason, has fled the country. You were found trying to hang yourself with a belt and torch the offices from which you were working. Uh, you're having to stand trial at some point. How are you being so positive after all this? Let's just say, okay, the, the torching thing is a misunderstanding. That was uh, Padre, my barista um, slash assistant. Um, he... He was actually the one found guilty of that. Um, I'm actually totally... They've, I was actually riding my solo wheel at the time, and Padre can actually confirm that. Um, so Padre vouched for you yeah. and claimed and pleaded guilty Padre's as well. Padre's probably going to do some time. Um, I was on my solo wheel at the time. I was. Is Padre all right with that, doing a prison sentence... Under he, your management. He did the crime. He's got to do the time. Sorry, Padre. Um, I was at the, at the time, I was on my cell at Will, cutting through some traffic in uh, central London. Okay. So I like it. I like a rush. Um, okay, so you're telling Emblem Digital today that you had absolutely no idea about the officers no. being torched. It was entirely your barista, Padre. No. I, I mean, legally, my lawyer's here. He's saying... Don't don't say anything. But um, we'll move on. I think. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, it's just Padre. I know you always talked about him being a very loyal, very loyal guy. Yeah, he's uh, he makes a, he makes a great funty blend espresso. Okay, sure. So why would he be wanting to torch the offices? 
unless he was under instruction to by yourself. Apparently, um, I've got to say no comment to this one. Sorry, sorry, Andy. <laughs> okay, okay, sure, that's fine. You're a big investor in the program, so yeah. we'll we'll move on. Remember that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do. Rachel's very keen to have you keep investing in our wonderful programming. So can only uh, do that if I'm not in prison. Remember that, you know. <laughs> okay, uh, excellent. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, well, I want to keep my seven-bedroom house in Surrey, so gonna need Emblem Digital money for that. Next up, tell us about um, uh, Jason leaving the country. Well. Um, I mean, I don't really know anything about that. He's, He's your business partner. Yeah, he, uh, and, you know, we, we've always been like that. We've had that kind of relationship where, you know, sometimes we just you know, just go on a, you know, coffee pilgrimage. Of, and he's just like, you've not told me, man. And it's like, no, it's cool. You know, we're just coming up with, we're innovating, coming up. He's probably can't gone on a coffee pilgrimage. He didn't tell you who was going? No, he just, uh, he... He fled, I suppose. Um, I don't know why. Um, and you use the term fled, I notice, not left. I meant left. He definitely didn't flee the situation, which is great, as I say, we've, our assets have uh, a be, a beyond reproach. As, uh, okay, and does this have anything to do with the recent discovery of brain case analytica that was... Uh, is currently under investigation, suspected of stealing people's data. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not suspected, and it's not stealing. It's uh, we basically are running a data operation. It's a data operation. It's not called stealing or anything. Hmm. Um, where we just basically harvest people's data, and um, it's great. You know, we've getting access to lots of lots of people's data, and by twenty twenty, this is our promise. We want a toilet cam installed in every home in the country. Well, listen, you told me my toilet cam was a closed-circuit television to protect me and my family, but I went up to it the other day, um, and I was going to just put my hand on it and um, turn off that horrible red button, which is uh, lit up all the time above a little bit of glass. And I went to go and do it, and it said, Mmm... Keep away from the camera. And I didn't really know how to react to that. Well, what, what's that about, Rob? I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, I wouldn't touch it, though. Let's get that straight. Uh, don't touch it. it. A lot of electricity is running through that thing. Well, I hope no one's seen the data, because obviously it's, it's the toilet. My, my manhood is on display. So if anyone's seen that, they'll have seen my very uh, sensitive condition to my gonads. I mean, it's just for our own private servers. Um, having said that, we do control everything that is on the servers, so we can basically do what we like with that footage. Um, it, don't worry, though, Andy, we're not going to do anything with your footage. <laughs> well, it's, uh, I, it's just for our own private use. I certainly hope not, because... Um, you know, Braincase Analytica, the Home Office is saying it suspects it of selling data to polling, investment and political um, political arms of corporations. What does that even mean, Rob? I mean, it, it probably means uh, that we're, uh, we're involved with Berlusconi. You know Berlusconi? He's a good, good guy. 
we worked on the Berlusconi campaign. Um, few few people actually around the world. Some people, um, you know, they're getting a really unfair rap at the moment, you know. And we're just saying we're stepping in. We're saying it's all right. Let us deal with this. Okay, you know, it's okay. It's a PR thing, basically. Well, no that's... need to worry about where your um, your toilet camp is just going. It's going to good use. That's good. Maybe I can install one in my ex-wife's house and see what my son Roger. Well, I think he might have been smoking bifters, and I'm worried I mean, about that. Let's face it, Andy. There's another reason why you want a toilet camp installed in your wife's ex-wife's house. That is, that is <laughs> not. How dare you? It's all right. Rob, I'm adding you to my enemies list. That is foul to say something like that. She's doing I'm adding fine. you right now. She's doing fine. She's she's you know, she's 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 got a man who loves her now and she's moved on and it's great. Well you can say what you're like now because I've just put you on Anyway, uh, anyway, you you know, and Andy, I don't know why you are saying this because you're clearly you're living it up at the moment. You've been hanging out in uh, West London, going to the clubs. I know because we invited you to Fiume. It's the London's hottest new dining experience, and you've been having a great time. You know. I thought your walls of peas you made me. So we 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 invited uh, Andy over to the uh, to the Fiume, London's hottest new dining experience, and we. I said, what you need is to have some uh, pea foam. Pea foam is our speciality. Uh, we've got Greg Wallace in the kitchen. He's cooking up, cooking up some great stuff. I thought that pea foam tasted like vomit. I hated it. I mean, a lot of people love the pea foam. Well, I saw Jay Rayner. He was lapping it up next to me. Yeah, J- it's Jay, Jay Rayner, Rayner was agree. there, and he was like a dog with his. Pl- he put the bowl to his. Mouth with two hands, he lifted the bowl up off the table, tilted it, and started slurping it. Yeah. Literally slurping at the piece. It's Jay Rayner approved, and that's all we can ask for, really. You know, well, it was a, a chicken bone, and even that went in its gullet. We, I think it's going to be a uh, Michelin star um, restaurant soon. Uh, uh, you just put on a little accent there, Rob. <laughs> yeah, that's the way you say it Michelin star. Uh, that's how you, that's how you say it. Ask Jay. You know, I was chatting to him. He's very keen for us to go Michelin star. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was just telling me about him. He'd just been in Florence writing his latest novel. Yeah. Overlooking the sea. He's a genius. What can I say? Uh, and that's why I don't doubt his ability to rate the food. You know. Yeah. Well, he didn't like the wine. He had one taste of the wine. Not only did he get it sent back, he spat in the glass and then threw the glass at the waiter and when the waiter said what did you do that for he said I wouldn't feed my cat that red wine who feeds a cat red wine Jay Rayner this is that's kind of his thing I can imagine him sitting at home all day with his cats drinking cheap red wine I mean we don't really I mean wine we like wine yeah I'm I'm a big wine fan. Mm. Red, white, Chardonnay. I know all the wines, but really gin is my thing. We've got we've got a thousand varieties of gin. Out for you, mate. And really, I thought craft beer was your thing. 
we we with the opening yeah um, we, we do craft beer as well yeah because you've got um that small place in hackney don't you in hackney central the yeah. the uh the golden pot which is a craft beer emporium you call it yeah craft beer emporium you can get ukip is our main uh main ale there you can have a it's an ipa a ukip yeah you can get a pint of ukip it's like ironic you know because people come in and they're just like give me a pint of ukip and we're like coming up man and it doesn't come in a pint actually i should I've made a very foolish mistake there. Mm. Three quarter pint. That's how they drink it in America. That's why we drink it here. That's seven pounds twenty five. Yeah, I mean that's a fair price for something that is sweet, sweet nectar. Well, you're gonna, not going to make Tim Weatherspoon happy about that, are you? Well, you know what he uh, he is a big eye. He's he's uh, somebody I look up to in the business. He's very talented. Oh, definitely. He would sell his children. Great CEO. He would sell his kids to get a piece of that pie. He's a great CEO. He is. Doesn't let anything stop him. One thing I disagree with him, the weather spin, so no vape. You're not allowed to vape inside. In Fiume, come to Fiume, you can vape in the gin loft. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of, lot of cool... I mean, you weren't too fond of them, were, were you, Andy? You, you said, who are these stupid millennials? I couldn't stand any of them. The guy next to me said he was a digital innovation artist. Yeah. What the hell is a digital innovation artist? I mean, really, you could have responded when he said, cool vape, bro. You know, you didn't say anything, Andy. I think you offended him. I'm sorry to say. He had a strawberry-flavoured vape he called a strave, and I did not want to hear anything more out of his mouth. Um, after that, there was... But you had a good night, right, Andy? You were... I mean, you went off. You uh, went off with that uh, that group, didn't you? The Boodles, the members club. Me and some of the older gentlemen, yeah. we went out of there and we Great went... Time. We had a cigar and a little bit of whiskey at Boodles. Well, listen, me and Dom, uh, D-Dog, D-Law, whatever you want to call them... Off he, the chain. Oh, he can sip a whiskey like a dog sips water. He loves it. Me and the D-Dog, we're just, we're just down for that, you know? And if we can get away from your Ponzi restaurant, then that's all the best for all of us. Listen, I've got to go now, but I just want to say, any time you fancy a ball for a pea foam, Pop over to for you, mate. We'll hook you up, yeah. Okay, well, next up, Rob, we've actually got your new single on the line. Fiume. Care to introduce it for us? Is it live? Well, it's basically an advert for the... Ad- adverts as art. That's the future, basically. You know, adverts these days are art, and this is what this is. It's, it's an advert for Fiume. It plays constantly while you're in Fiume. Why don't you pop down? Check it out. It's cool. Fiume. London's new dining experience. Five out of five for Guardian, J. Rainey. Robust flavours. Aperol Spritz. Prosecco. Saint Germain Spritz. We have a selection of gins. 
check out the gin bar. Can I interest you in an after lunch espresso? It's fun to blend. Raspberry flavored gin. Limoncello Spritz Amaro Spritz Chartreuse Spritz We've got a great hygiene rating It's the best Luxury Leather Interior Exclusive Michelin Star Jay Rayner approved. Mirror tile ceiling. VUMA, London's new dining experience. Five out of five for Guardian, Jay Rayner. Robust flavors. Aperol Spritz Prosecco Saint Germain Spritz We have a selection of gins Check out the gin loft Can I interest you in an after lunch espresso? It's fun to blend Raspberry flavored gin. GMT Spritz. Limoncello Spritz. Navarro Spritz. Chartreuse Spritz. We've got a great hygiene rating. It's the best. Luxury leather interior. Exclusive. Michelin star. J. Rayner approved. Mirror tile ceiling. Fiume. London's new dining experience. Five out of five for Guardian, J. Rayner. Robust flavors. Aperol Spritz. Prosecco. Saint Germain Spritz. We have a selection of gins. Check out the gin loft. Interest you in an after lunch espresso? It's fun to blend. Raspberry flavored gin. GMT spritz. Limoncello spritz. Navarro spritz. Chartreuse Spritz. We've got a great hygiene. It's the best. 
Exclusive. 